thanks to BetterHelp for supporting our podcast, Sincerely Fortune. For 10% off your first month, go to betterhelp.com fortune. Start living a better life today. I want to thank the fun and challenging Best Fiends for their support of our podcast, Sincerely Fortune. Best Fiends is the binge-worthy mobile puzzle game. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sincerely Fortune. It's Fortune! And you guys, I'm doing something that I have never done on this podcast so far. And today it's me solo. What? Now, listen, I tried to do this when I first started the podcast. It was before it had ever aired. I went to my office and I (laughs) hit record and I tried to talk to myself and I lasted about 15 minutes. And then I went into the next room and I said, Jax, do you want to do a podcast with me? And so that is where Sincerely Fortune was born. But this weekend, I am on the road. I am in Pittsburgh because this is the very start of my tour. My stand-up tour has officially begun. And this is my first full weekend of shows back since, I think, late 2019, which is crazy. As you guys know, I was supposed to start that entire tour March 13th of 2020, which, you know, it didn't happen, but we're back and normally Jax is on the road with me, but this time I was like, I'm going to just go out, I'm going to do these shows and then she's going to be on the road with me a ton. So I thought, well, while I'm here in Pittsburgh hanging out, why don't I do a podcast? And the name of the podcast is Sincerely Fortune. So I was like, I'm going to treat this episode like a Dear Laura. Is that what it was? You know, where people would like write in. Or no, not Dear Laura. I'm thinking of Dr. Laura. It's Dear Abby. (laughs) Dear Abby. So this I want to be Sincerely Fortune. Here's my question. We posted a link on our Sincerely Fortune Facebook page and on Instagram where people could submit a question via voicemail or they could write in. So I'm going to play some of these questions and read some of these questions. And we're going to learn so much, you guys. But first off, I just want to check in to see how everybody's doing. I hope you're having an awesome week. I'm on cloud nine. I cannot believe that I'm back on tour. I mean, it is truly a miracle, you guys. There was a long time during all of this last 15 months where you just were like, when is normal life going to start back up again? And going to a club for me, performing comedy in front of people is definitely that. It's just, oh, it feels so good. And it's just such a miracle that these clubs are in business. They're short-staffed. If you're looking for a job, I'm telling you, see if there's a comedy club near where you live, because a lot of these clubs still don't have their full staffs back. Uh, So check it out. It's a great way to work and also see some great comedy. But everybody's been really lovely, really nice to me, and I'm so just loving working on a whole new set. I've done a whole hour full of new material and it will keep evolving as I go and getting to have the audience be a part of that evolvement of material is really cool but I miss Jax I miss the pups it's always uh 
weird to be on the road without them. It reminds me of when I first started and, uh, <laughs> you know, you're just wandering around neighborhoods by yourself and I always find a coffee shop because I love some espresso and that's what uh, makes me the most excited during the day and people will walk by me kind of do it they'll do a double take like are you really just chilling in the coffee shop by yourself eating breakfast I'm like yeah that's road life y'all you eat meals by yourself and uh sometimes you know it's good people watching. I always see some cool people or some interesting people in every city. So yay for being back on tour. It's summertime. We're excited to just be enjoying uh, the nice weather. We're going to be going to Chicago soon for fun. I mean, I can't believe it. I feel like all of our travel is work related, but we are actually going to go for fun. It's where I met Jack's six years ago and I couldn't be with her on our anniversary because I had to go work. So I feel like this is kind of making up for that lost time. I think we should even go back to where we met, retrace our steps and celebrate those six years together. But I'm so excited because she loves Chicago. I love it too. And we really don't get to spend much time there when I'm not working. So we're going to have like five days to just chill. If you have any good Chicago recommendations, let us know. I know Jax has a lot herself, but it's been a while since she lived there. And you guys know if I'm going to Chicago, summertime's the best. Wintertime is, whew, is a lot for me. I'm a wuss. I am a big wuss. I'm not a winter person. I know I have uh, the body of a winter person. I have the body of someone who chops wood, but it's not for me. I'll take hot over cold <laughs> any day. <laughs> Sorry for Alaska people, but Alaska is beautiful too in the summer or spring. Another fun piece of news, the movie that I was in, Barb and Star. Now I have a very small part, but I love this movie so much. It came out in 2020 and it's ridiculous. It stars Kristen Wiig and Annie Mumolo. It's on Hulu now. So for the people that didn't get a chance to see it because you had to rent it, I know bummer it's now on the hulu so if you have hulu you gotta watch it i'm telling you there's no way to describe this movie there's no way to even really give a hint as to what someone what they will experience when they watch this movie it is truly bonkers but funny so if you're into silly you're gonna like it if you're not a silly person probably it's not for you so there you go i'm always looking for good movie and TV recommendations. So if you guys have any for me, let us know about that too. I'm sure we'll be doing a podcast soon about some of the things we've watched lately. So get ready for that. But on today's episode, I'm giving advice, y'all. I'm answering questions, y'all. Now, y'all know I'm not an expert. So this is just me doing my best. And uh, if we learn something in the process then we're all winners today, you guys. So let's start with a voicemail. Hi, Fortune and Jax, maybe Ginger. I am curious to know where your guys' favorite place to vacation is. I know we've gone through COVID, so probably not a lot of traveling recently. But if you and Jax went on your honeymoon or haven't yet, or you guys have a dream place where you'd like to go, I'd love to hear it. Thanks for all you guys do. You're amazing. 
Oh, what a lovely message. That is from Sincerely Fortunate listener Justin. Thank you for the voicemail. Now, I feel like this particular question, I do want Jax to weigh in on it because Jax loves traveling. She loves to talk about traveling. And we did, in fact, take a honeymoon. She just posted a few pictures from that trip on her Instagram. We went to the Maldives. It was gorgeous. So I'll bring this question back around for the next time Jax is on the podcast with me. And we'll tell you guys a little bit more about that. It was an amazing trip. This cool travel company, Travel Six Degrees, helped us with everything. It was the most magical trip. And if you got to see any of the pictures that Jax posted, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. It is long though. It takes like an entire day to get there. So you have to really know that you got some time to get there and you have to be patient. But once you're there, it's totally worth the long haul. It's just like, it's par- it's paradise. It is it is a beauty that you just don't see in a lot of places. So, so it was incredible. But there's so many places that we love. We love Italy. That's one of Jax's favorite places. Paris. And y'all know I love food. So both places, both countries have amazing food. There's so many beautiful places in our country that we get to see because of my touring schedule. But a dream trip, I think the next dream trip is Bora Bora. I heard it's very similar to the Maldives, but a lot closer. But again, Justin, we'll talk about this on another podcast because I know Jax has a lot of things that she wants to say. Um, But thanks for calling. All right, next question. Hi, Fortune. This is Lorna from Oregon. I'm a big fan of yours. I saw you in Portland couple of years ago and can't wait to see you in Portland, Oregon again in March. But my question is, you talk a lot about your mom and you see your mom when you can and talk to her when you can. I was just wondering if you've been able to see your dad since COVID. Lorna, what's up? Thanks for the message. Good question. Yeah, I talk about my mom quite a bit, obviously, because she is a frequent guest on the podcast. My dad has been on the podcast once. It was a while ago. It might have been the first year, but my dad is uh, not shy, but he's not quite as chatty as my mom. I did get a chance to see him back in October of 2020. It was early in that month and there was this like window where the COVID cases had dropped and it felt like an okay time to go visit. So I went to North Carolina for about a week where I could sort of distance myself from everybody for a few days. And then I got to hang out with my whole family. Well, most of my family, one of my brothers and my dad and his wife, Chris, and my mom, we all hung out outside and had a meal. And that's where I told my folks that Jax and I were going to be getting married in a few weeks. It was one of those things that we planned very last minute. And they were like, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, I saw him then. I went home in May and he doesn't live in my hometown anymore. So we weren't able to connect then. It's a long drive. And I think sometimes my dad forgets that I live so far away and I'm like, all right, well, I'm probably not going to see you for a while. And you don't really realize that till I'm gone and a few months pass and you go, oh, oh, I guess we aren't going to see each other for, for a while. But I love my dad. We're close. We talk every week and I'll be hopefully seeing him. 
I don't know. My tour schedule is so crazy. I hope to stop in to my hometown at some point, be it late fall or sometime in the winter. We'll see. In the meantime, my dad and I will just have to talk on the phone where we talk once a week for about five minutes, sometimes 10, sometimes two. My dad is a simple man, not a big talker. It's all about just making sure I'm okay, seeing what I'm up to and uh, seeing how he's doing. So we get right to business, check in. And then we're good. That's the beauty of a a Southern father-daughter relationship. All right. Who's next? Hey, Fortune. So happy that you are answering questions this week on the podcast. My name's Lori, and I'm from Lethbridge, Canada. And um, I guess my question kind of revolves around the joy that you bring to so many people. Whenever I'm asked uh, where I go when I'm having a bad day or who I listen to, or I immediately say your name, whether it's listening to the podcast or um, watching, rewatching for the millionth time, sweet and salty, or even going back to old clips of your last comic standing days and times on Chelsea lately, I will just find fortune wherever I can. So who do you lean into when you're having a bad day or or just need a pick me up? Who is the fortune in your world that can bring you joy in an instant? Who do you lean on? What's up, Lori from Canada? I always am so excited to hear from Canadians. I love you guys up there. Your country is full of so many nice people. And everyone keeps asking me when I'm going to be touring up in Canada next spring. So just hold on tight. We'll get there eventually. And I'll do several cities. And we'll reunite. And it feels so good. (laughs) Well, Lori, you had so many kind things that you said. Thank you for all of that. Thank you for watching Sweet and Salty and for watching my old stand-up clips. It's just always so nice to hear when people resonate with your comedy. So that was really sweet. Um, I'm glad I can be there for you as a person that helps lift your spirits. That truly makes me feel so good. I would say for me, I have a, I have a couple of people that uh, lift my spirits, a couple things. If I'm feeling down, one thing I'll do is I always uh, listen to music and it'll make me usually like want to dance. Like how I'll truly feel like my shoulders starting to shimmy. So that immediately puts me in a good mood. Comedian-wise, I love reruns of Carol Burnett. They always make me laugh without fail because they're silly. I always lean into the silly comedy. Will Ferrell movies, like Anchorman, uh, even that, well, what was it, Talladega Nights. Those really dumb, silly movies get my mind off things. I like to just escape with comedy as well. The people in my life, Jax is obviously a big person that I lean on. We share a lot. We talk about everything. We laugh a lot. So it's hard to be down when she's around because her presence is very comforting to me. So she's obviously someone I turn to probably the most. And then I have good friends in my life. My friend Andrea, who's been on the podcast. My friend Jillian Bell, also been on the podcast. We'll FaceTime. And so having good people in your life like that is really nice. And then of course, uh, I'll call Ginge. And you know, just when you think you don't need your mom, they come through with uh, some solid advice. So those are the things that I lean on. And uh, it helps helps me get through uh, through life. And uh, I hope everybody has something like that in their life that helps turn their day around. Thank you, Lori, for calling. You're the best. 
Now, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I'll answer some more voicemails, and then we'll get to some of the written questions as well. What interferes with your happiness or prevents you from achieving your goals? Well, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in less than 48 hours. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Plus, BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. Anything you share is confidential. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly videos video or phone sessions and send a message to your counselor anytime. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Now is the perfect time to call someone and talk about what's on your mind, to get things off your chest and just work through whatever is bothering you or anything that you feel like you need to address. So join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash fortune. That's better, H-E-L-P.com slash fortune for 10% off your first month. You can't help but feel a little relieved that things are starting to feel more normal this summer, even when normal means sand in your shorts. When you download Best Fiends, your brain can feel like it's laying on the beach all year long. Best Fiends is way more fun than the other matching puzzle games out there. It's one of those games that makes 30 minutes feel like 30 seconds. And it's totally free to download. With thousands of fun puzzles to solve, there's something new every day. I am, and I'm not kidding here, I'm opening up Best Fiends right now. I am on level 843. That's how much I have been playing Best Fiends. With Best Fiends, they have these adorable collectible characters that just keep coming. And Best Fiends releases new challenges, characters, and themes all the time just to keep you on your toes. Download the five-star rated puzzle game Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. And we're back. Good afternoon and good morning. I have a girlfriend for um, almost a year now, but she lives with her ex and her ex is crazy. Finds drama for her life. Like have two girlfriends at a time and they find out about each other, bringing such an amount of drama. I told my girlfriend that uh, I don't see my life like this for too long, where she would live with somebody that puts uh, such an amount of drama in her life. And moreover, if it was a hetero uh, relationship, living with your ex would not be acceptable. Any advice on how to break this, um, not break with her, I love her to death, but break the situation where they don't live together anymore? Thank you. It's from Vancouver, Canada. Love you guys. Okay, now we're getting to the nitty gritty. Thank you for leaving a voice message. Another Canadian. You guys rock. Shout out to Vancouver. Uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat this one. I think anyone listening can agree that your girlfriend should not be living with her ex. I don't know what her financial situation is. I know a lot of people have to have a roommate, which I totally understand. But there are other people that she could live with. If you guys aren't ready to make that step, then she could at least make an effort to look for another roommate. I don't know if it's her place or if she would have to find her own place. But living with an ex is tricky, especially when 
Well, it's tricky in general. If you've broken up and you're still living together, you're still cohabitating, it's not healthy. You're not able to have the same kind of boundaries. And especially being in a relationship, you don't want to deal with that. You don't want to deal with the ex's drama. I mean, maybe if she were a nice person, not that she's not a nice person, but maybe if she didn't have drama, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. But I'd say even with that, even if they're a normal person, it's weird. You shouldn't be living with your ex. All right, people, make some boundaries. Tell your girlfriend that you're uncomfortable with it, that it's causing problems in y'all's relationship, and y'all need to start talking about what she can do to take steps towards figuring out a new living situation. Okay? And you can't go in with an ultimatum of just like, you better do this or we're done. Because clearly, like you said, you love her very much. But you just have to open communication, open dialogue, talk things out. You guys know I love talking. And that's how you do it. And the ladies, the ladies, the lesbian loves, they love to talk as well. So y'all should not be any different. (laughs) Just get your talk on and tell that ex, bye-bye. Am I getting good at this yet? I don't know. Sincerely, fortune continues. Let's get the next message. What would your advice be to someone about to go into ninth grade? Also, really love your stand-up. Love you. Be safe. Well, thank you for that question. I have to say I have not thought about ninth grade in a long time. I don't know if you're going into ninth grade or if you know someone going into ninth grade. It's hard to tell, but... When I was in ninth grade, it was different because we did not have middle school yet. We had junior high. So my junior high was seventh through ninth grade. And then I went to the high school in in 10th grade. Now I think it's common that ninth grade is in high school with all of the other folks. So when I was in ninth grade, I was like, yeah, I'm awesome. We're the seniors, you know what I mean? Seniors of the junior high. So I was just like, enjoy it. But ninth grade going into high school is a little different. Now I remember my first day of 10th grade, my first day of being at the high school, I was terrified. I was so nervous. I even remember going to the bathroom at one point (laughs) and I just hung out in the in the large stall and like read a book for a long time after school until uh until tennis started because I didn't know where else to go or what to do. (laughs) Oh man. I mean, you know, you really think back to those days of just being insecure and trying to figure it out and you just want to tell yourself, hey, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna figure it out. And hey, Fortune, maybe you don't hang out in the toilet. There's like benches. There's just random patches of grass. You could sit on a curb. You really don't need to hang out in the bathroom. That's just weird. So I'll tell you this, my friend. If you are going to the ninth grade or or you know someone going into the ninth grade, just tell them to do their thing. Don't be afraid to be who you are. Give it time. Be patient. You'll make friends. You'll find your people. So just hang in there and focus on your homework and be open to meeting new people and expanding your horizons and just kind of let the year unfold. That's probably terrible advice. I don't know. I haven't been in ninth grade in a very long time, even though I just turned 21. Wink, wink. (laughs) But best of luck to you, my friend, and I appreciate you tuning in. If you are going into ninth grade and you're listening to this podcast, that's amazing. Oh my gosh. And also, I apologize if we talk about anything that ninth graders shouldn't listen to. 
All right. I'm going to take one more voice message and then we're going to go to some written questions. Now we got a lot of voice messages. I can't play all of them. I can't read all of the questions. So maybe I'll save some for another podcast because I feel like Sincerely Fortune, the advice edition is going to be a big hit. (laughs) I mean, I don't know if I've helped anyone or given any advice whatsoever, but we're having a good time, right? You're in your minivan right now. We're driving to the library, going to the grocery store. Life is kind of like, ugh. But you're, you're hearing from all these people from all over the country, even in Canada. And up next, we got someone from Australia. That's right. And you learn that, you know what? We all go through similar things. So let's hear what she has to say. But also, this isn't an advice question. It's just a question. <laughs> Hi, my name is Courtney. Um, I'm from Australia, but I currently live in Utah, USA. And I absolutely love your Brenda character. And I wanted to know where Brenda originated from, if it's somebody that you have met or is it accumulation of characters that you've met? Um, Because I think she's really funny and I often share your posts um, on my stories. Um, But that's just wanted, I just wanted to know a bit more of people who I've met in my life. I guess that's why I think she's even more adorable. But um, that is my question. Thank you. Love you. You're awesome. Bye. Courtney, what's up? It is so cool to hear your accent. I love the Australian accent. I try so hard to do it and I am terrible at accents. You guys probably can guess because I have this really thick Southern accent and I'm always trying to do Australian. Good day, mate. That's not great. I have learned that if you say raise up lights, it sounds like rise of blades, rise of blades. It's a little trick for you. If you ever want to (laughs) make people think that you can do the Australian accent. Courtney right now, I'm sure, is rolling her eyes. Courtney, thank you for for the voice message. I'm so glad you like Brenda. She is quite the the fun character. I used to do Brenda early on in this podcast where she would pop on. But so many different people listen to the podcast who don't necessarily follow me on social media. So they aren't familiar with the Brenda videos. So they were very confused as to why this random Southern woman was popping on, yelling at her husband, Tim. So I just decided I'm going to keep Brenda on the social media. I think she's more of a visual person anyway. It's fun to see me dressed up as a straight lady. Honestly, Brenda is a compilation of a lot of women from the South that I grew up with. There's not one person that she's based on. I started that character because I was filming something And whenever you're filming, it takes forever. You basically have to get there super early. They have you put on your wardrobe. They put you in makeup. And then you sometimes sit there for hours and hours and hours. And it's boring. So I was was wearing like leggings and a purple shirt and a lot of denim. And there was tons of turquoise, like bracelets, earrings. And I got bored, so I just started taping myself, just being the southern housewife who was exasperated with her husband Tim I don't know where that name came from or why I started saying Tim I just liked how the syllables were stretched out when I would say it and I posted the videos online and then it just sort of resonated with people and I kept going so it's been a couple years now that I've been doing that so many people tell me that it reminds them of women they know so I think it's just you know we all know that that woman who is just 
busy. She's got her hands full. She's at home having to cook and clean. And, you know, the wife and the mom's always having to sort of steer the ship. Not in every case, but a lot of times. And the kids are driving them crazy. And then that husband of theirs just won't help a lick. Uh, But what I like about Brenda is that she always lets Tim redeem himself. He gives her turquoise. And then she does what she needs to do to make him happy in return. And then everything is uh, hunky-dory again. If you uh, get a chance to go from Utah to anywhere in the South, just start talking to some of those Southern moms, Southern wives, and you'll see a little bit of Brenda in some of those people. And I do this character so much out of love for those people because they're awesome. All right, we're going to get into some of the written comments or questions that are on our Sincerely Fortune Facebook fan page. And uh, like I said, I couldn't get to all of the voice messages, but I will save them for another show so we can continue our Sincerely Fortune advice episodes. So that's something to look forward to down the road. And thank you guys for commenting and for taking the time to do that. That's super cool of you. So let's see what we got here angie asks do fans bring you gifts to your show um i mean occasionally someone will bring some sort of dessert i think people know me pretty well i like treats i had a really lovely fan i talked about on the podcast a couple months ago who used to bring me a cake every time i came to the south and it was always so sweet and i shared it with the rest of the staff and they loved it and it was something that always stuck with me there was a really lovely woman in Bloomington, Indiana, who used to bring me Chex Mix. Both lovely humans, and both have since passed. Um, And I will always remember those people and the kindness they showed me very early on in my career. Now, I don't encourage people to bring me presents because I'm just so grateful that people have spent money to see me perform. I'm not trying to get people to spend money bringing me any sort of present. I say, keep your money, buy yourself something nice. That would make me really happy. Just having you at my show or having you listen to my podcast is truly present enough. All right. Thank you, Angie, for your question. Bex wants to know, what's my favorite book? She knows Ginger loves books. That's no secret. But what is Fortune's favorite book? Oh my gosh, Bex, this is embarrassing. (laughs) I don't know. Oh my gosh, I read... I like to read biographies. I'm really into that. I love reading about people's lives, the things they've been through, what made them who they are today. I read Carol Burnett's book, which I really loved. I read the unauthorized Barbara Streisand biography. That was really interesting, even though she didn't write it. There was a lot of things about her. I like those like uh, really strong, really legendary women. Some of my friends have also written great books. Mindy Kaling's books are really great. Chelsea's got some great books. I enjoy just reading about the journey. Bex wants to know what Jax's favorite book is as well. She's not with me this weekend, so we'll have to find out on another episode. She also had a follow-up question and asked if I've ever said or done something to anyone that I regret. Of course. I mean, we all do things that we regret. I don't get worked up very often, but if I'm like super stressed out, if if like work's crazy, if I haven't got enough sleep occasionally, you know, you just say things that you're just like, ugh, why did I say that? Everybody's done that. I am no different. So yeah, that for sure happens. But you know, you try to own up to it and communicate with people. And if someone's not willing to hear your apology or try to work it out, then usually it goes deeper than whatever it was that you said 
It's some sort of issue that they're dealing with internally. And in that case, there's just not much you can do because that's an issue that they have to work out themselves. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody puts their foot in their mouth. And the hope is that you have a strong enough relationship with people in your life that you can let go, forgive, and move on. At the end of the day, you got to give people a break. You know, you really do. My grandmother's friend used to always say, the best is all you can do when you can't do any better. And it's true. We're all just doing the best we can. So let's cut each other some slack, y'all. All right. We got two questions here from different people. Elizabeth and Kylie both have questions that involve singing. Elizabeth said, if you were offered a role that required singing, would you take it? I sure would. I have done a couple of things that required singing. One was on the Netflix series, Tales of the City. They had me audition to play a cabaret singer of sorts. And the song's a real song. It's really dirty. It's from the 30s. It's this like jazzy cabaret song. And I was so nervous during my audition. I sent in a tape. I sang in the shower. And they gave me the part. And so I had to go into this studio in Brooklyn and record with this producer. I was so nervous. But it sounded cool, I think. I, I mean, listen, I'm not a trained singer, but I think I held my own. And then I performed the song. I didn't perform it live. I like lip synced to my own recording when we filmed. And Olympia Dukakis was in the room watching me because she was part of the original series, obviously, and reprised her role. So that was pretty special. I'm a huge Olympia Dukakis fan. We lost her recently, and uh, what a wonderful woman, and what an awesome memory that I'll take with me forever, just getting to <laughs> sing this crazy song in front of her. I also recently sang a song. It's kind of a Broadway, character Ethel Merman type of song for a project that someone is doing that I can't tell you who's doing it yet, but it's going to be really cool, and I'll let you guys know when that comes out. So yeah, I would definitely be open to more singing roles. I'm not like I said, a trained person, but I can sing in the shower like nobody's business. So if they like somebody that has that level of skill, sign me up. Kylie wants to know if I've ever considered the mass Singer and what would be my top five characters. I don't watch the show, so I don't know what the five characters are. And I honestly don't know if I would do the mass Singer. I have no idea. I guess I need to watch the show in order to answer that question. Another career question from Abby. If you could handpick your co-stars in a blockbuster comedy, what celebrities would you choose and why? Well, I mean, I'm really, really, really wanting to make a movie. I'd love to be a part of a movie where I get to be a bigger part of the movie. I've been really lucky in my career to pop in some pretty fantastic movies and get to do some memorable scenes, but I'm ready to take on something bigger, to take on a bigger role. So it is my dream, and I have written a couple movies that I am crossing my fingers will get made. It is my dream to star in a movie with really funny women. That's what I want. Tiffany Haddish, Ali Wong, Melissa McCarthy would be hilarious. My friend Jillian Bell, Aquafina, Kate McKinnon. I was lucky enough to do a movie with Jennifer Garner and Jennifer Aniston. I'd love to work with them again. Also, Kristen Wiig. I got to have a small part in her movie, Barb and Star. So I would love to be able to do something else with her. As far as guys, the dream would be Will Ferrell. He's so silly. He's so committed to ridiculous characters. And I want so bad to be able to play some sort of ridiculous character alongside him or in some capacity. But truly, I just want to make a funny, funny movie that makes people laugh 
and it is on my vision board. It is my dream. It is my goal. And guys, we got to make this happen. So you heard it here. That's what I hope is next. And we'll see what happens. I'll do one more question. It is from Whitney. What is your favorite and least favorite part of touring? Favorite part by far is getting to make people laugh, getting to be in a room with people who are smiling, who are happy, who are having a good time. That is truly the most wonderful and rewarding parts of my job. The hardest part of my job with touring is the travel. It's stressful in any normal times, but when you know you got to get to a show, you can't miss it. People are waiting on you. It's a lot and you get tired really easily. You don't get nearly enough sleep. You don't eat as great on the road, but listen, these are all minor complaints because at the end of the day, I get to do what I love and that is a gift because not a lot of people can say that. So I never take this job for granted. Well, thank you again for tuning into this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the questions. I hope I gave some good advice. You guys rock. I'm just riding high having done my first comedy club back since the pandemic. Coming up, I'm going to be in Lansing, Michigan and South Bend, Indiana. I get to see Jax's family. Both of her grandmothers are going to be at the Lansing show. Jax just posted a really sweet tribute to her grandmothers on Instagram. And everything she said is so true. She has amazing grandmothers and amazing people in her family who've been very good to us, very kind to us. And if your grandmother is alive, you are so lucky. So enjoy every moment with them. And we we will really... Just be so happy to get to spend a little extra time with them since uh, we didn't get to do so in this crazy pandemic times. But we're getting through it. There's light at the end of the tunnel. I hope everybody's doing good and staying safe. Check my tour dates. I'm coming to a lot of other cities. We just added Omaha. It's coming up in a few weeks. Phoenix and Tempe. Those are coming up. Columbus, Ohio. We also added. Uh, we added some extra nights in Salt Lake City and Sacramento. So get your tickets at fortunefemster.com slash tour. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.